Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of We Watch Shudder. My name is JD, as always, and who's here with me? It's Michelle. Who it's invited Michelle. me? Michelle. Who invited you, Michelle? Who invited any of us to this we'll world out, and life and existence? Well, that was real existentially deep at the beginning of the show. Uh, <laughs> why are people listening to this, Michelle? What are we even doing here? Uh, we're watching Shudder, and then we're talking about it. Right. Yeah, we watch uh, all the new original and exclusive releases from the streaming service Shudder, which is kind of like the Netflix for horror movies and things like that. What movie are we talking about today, Michelle? We are talking about who invited them. Who invited them? I, I, I'm still trying to figure it out, to be honest. Uh, yeah. But we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about yeah. who invited them. Uh, so uh, we're <laughs> so <laughs> we're if, if, man, I'm in a weird mood today, Michelle. <laughs> I don't know about you, but it's just I started training for a new job this week and I already have like a like a four day weekend now where I don't really have to do a whole lot. I just got to sort of read some training manuals and stuff. And so I'm just kind of sitting at home again, scatterbrained and. You got allergies going on? Is that what's up? Yeah, it feels like cotton in my brain. <laughs> um, and I feel like I'm heavily drugged and I haven't even taken anything for the allergies. So oh, man. Imagine how you're going to subdued. <laughs> imagine how great you're going to feel when you are heavily drugged. Okay. I know. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to getting some of that sweet, sweet Benadryl action. Oh, so anyway, if this episode feels a little off occasionally, guys, cut us some slack. All right. <laughs> We're not. It's not like we're getting paid to do this professionally or nothing. Uh, we're not. <laughs> no. I'm getting paychecks in the mail from a mysterious being. Oh. I'm cashing when, all of them, and they're when, clearing. When I don't know what I owe him. When were you? When were you going to tell me about it? Right now, apparently. I assumed you were the mysterious being sending I, me paychecks in the absolutely mail. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh well, then I don't know, and I guess I have made a deal that I cannot commit to. <laughs> so uh, now that we've once again driven off everybody who listens to the podcast with our in inane babble, who invited them is the movie. We always start this off by uh, reading off the uh, uh, description of the film directly from the Shutter website. This is how it was decided to promote the film. Hey, one thing I do want to pr uh, point out right away, Michelle, good graphic on this one this time. There's absolutely no giveaways there. Yeah, <laughs> just a couple I like of, it. Just a couple of silhouettes of some heads and then a room full of people. Yeah, that's good stuff. Keep yeah. them like that. Stop giving away your movies in the pictures. <laughs> You want to yep. read the summary for these good people, Michelle? Do you have it there in front of you? I would love to torture the audience with my voice more than necessary. I'm Let down. No. <laughs> okay, so here is the plot according to the Shutter website. Adam and Margot's housewarming party goes well enough. Da, except da, da. there's this one mysterious couple, parentheses Tom and Sasha, lingering after the other guests have left. The cool couple reveals themselves to be their wealthy neighbors. But as one nightcap leads to another, Adam and Margot start to suspect their new friends are actually duplicitous strangers with a dark secret. A Shudder original! Ooh. I love the word duplicitous, and duplicitous. Uh, that's a good start to this. That's a high note. Duplicitous like that. strangers—that'd be a good band name, I think. 
<laughs> do you want to do your spoiler-free thoughts, JD? I would love to do movie? my spoiler-free thoughts on this movie. I liked everything about this movie, but the story, Two and a Half Skulls. Wow. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it, but there's literally nothing I can say about what didn't work in this movie for me without getting into the spoiler section. It's well acted. Huh. It's 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 well put together. I really enjoyed uh, uh, Ryan Hansen. Uh, I I know Ryan Hansen uh, from uh, his time as Dirty Dick Casablancas on Veronica Mars, uh, and he uh, he brings that same energy and a, a perfect tone to to his character here. Uh, I, I yeah, I thought the performances were great. I thought these were interesting people. It's a it's a, a well put together movie. The story just didn't work for me. Okay, so you gave it two and a half. I gave it four and a half skulls out of five. I love this movie. It has remnants of funny games, which I really, really like. But it's also kind of cheap thrills, which I also really like. I just like people trying to be polite in their house while somebody bullies them through slight manipulation. That is like a perfect movie for me. Um, It was really solid, really well acted. Did I enjoyed the story? Uh, so four and a half skulls for me. So between the two of us, that gives this movie a three and a half skull rating out of five. Hey, so there it is, guys. Uh, we will be uh, we'll be digging into the. This isn't just where the podcast ends. If you're tuning in for the first time, we're not we're not done now. They gave up two minutes in. It doesn't matter. You're right. They did. <laughs> well done. Uh, uh, well done, us. Way to go. <laughs> Uh, but no, so if you want to go watch the movie now before we dig into it and, and talk in detail about what we did and didn't like, uh, you are going to want to hit that pause button. Tip, tip, tap. Can you hear it right now? That's when you want to hit the pause button. Did you hit the pause button? Shit, I forgot to tell them to come back again, Michelle. That's okay. They left every, at the two-minute mark. Every <laughs> were time. no one. I forget to uh, warn people to come back after they watch <laughs> the movie. Well, don't worry. I'm still here, and I want to hear your thoughts on the movie. Why don't you uh, sum them up a little bit? Yeah, so, and I even, like like I said, so uh, the the movie is basically, you know, these people have moved into this new house, uh, and uh, then a lot of people come to visit for a party, like a housewarming party. And at that housewarming party, there are a couple of people, and it's your classic, oh, I thought they came with you. No, I thought they came with you. Uh, And then it turns into real chaos, and um, I don't know. I I don't even want to blame this movie in a lot of ways for what I... I don't even want to say I didn't necessarily enjoy it. I just... This is a movie that sort of functions on... uh, it's discoveries and and it's you know it's mysteries and that sort of thing and i just i saw everything that was going to happen in this movie like three steps ahead of the game uh and because of, like those reveal moments i i and those moments of tension you know like oh we find out that as it turns out these two people are the twins and it turns out they murdered their parents or or ha- convinced their parents to murder themselves or whatever it might be uh, they gave all of that away to me. This movie tried really hard. I, I think it out-clevered itself. I know I'm re- being really vague here up front, but I just think the movie out-clevered itself. It did a lot of things, I think, to try and misdirect that undermined what it was trying to do. For example, the first thing, 
uh, where I like the moment I was like, oh, these are the twins and they killed their parents is the moment that Ryan Hansen's character, Adam, tells that story to Tom. Same. Right. Exact same moment for me. Yep. Yeah. And it's when Tom, Tom, for no reason at all, just says, oh, I hate twins. They're gross. <laughs> and yep. that line, I was like, oh, they're the twins. They killed their parents. That's what's happening here. Uh, and then the fact of that, and then also I feel like, granted, we're, we're getting the flashbacks of those, those scenes with the twins from Adam's perspective, and the idea is he's assuming that when they said twins, they were identical twins, so he sees identical twins in his vision of the story that we're presented with, but it's never explicitly presented to us that that's just his constructed version of the story. There's no way for us to not infer, oh, the twins were identical twins, so it couldn't be them. It feels like they deliberately tried to deliberately mislead there in a way that, again, just reinforced, it, it felt like a deliberate mislead. Uh, and, and so because of that, because I saw all of the developments that, that came along, I was really getting into this movie. You mentioned in the non-spoiler section uh, movies like Funny Games uh, and Cheap Thrills. Cheap Thrills especially is a movie I thought of many times here. And at one point, I was like, man, is this going to turn into some like weird psychosexual version of a movie like Cheap Thrills? Uh, you know, or some like weird bondage, sexual messed uh, we up. We should mention what Cheap Thrills is in case people have not had the delight sure. to see Cheap Thrills and sure. Funny Games. Uh, Cheap Thrills starring Champ, whatever his last name is, I have forgotten, but he's a great comedic actor. Uh, he has a lot of money and brings two guys back to his place with his beautiful wife and just slowly keeps paying them more and more money to do slowly more and more depraved things. Right. Uh, like cut off your finger. Now you eat the finger. Mm -hmm. uh, it just slowly ramps up and it starts as just small bets and these people making money and then it gets worse and worse and worse. Uh, funny games is two people break into a rich parent or rich uh, family's house and they just uh, torture them. Yeah. Um, and that, but they keep uh, that like doing tricks like twice, we're leaving. We're not leaving. <laughs> I like both versions of that movie. <laughs> it is basically shot for shot in the remake and I really appreciate yeah, made that. Made twice by the same dude no less. That's such yep. an interesting scenario. But I yeah, love so there games. Yep. So I, I was like and again weirdly enough this is something we've talked about. This is a purple movie. And I, I, I thought of that too. At this it point, is a purple and movie. because it's a purple movie, like when, when we say a purple movie, I think those of you who have been following along kind of understand. <laughs> purple movies tend to be maybe like a little Funny. bit sexual, a little bit sticky and goopy, and it, because it was a purple movie, <laughs> I definitely got. I was like, man, is this gonna be some weird, fucked up, like like cheap thrills 50 shades of gray fucking thing and i was i was in right i was i was real <laughs> curious to see where this went and then it just ended up being again i don't even want to say a bad story just a very uh, uh it, a story that we've definitely seen variations on before and just shifts in in the in the plot that i saw coming and I realize I've rambled for a long, long time here. You loved this movie way more than I, I did. I did. I've tell been making people, mental notes. Yeah, tell <laughs> people. I, I, don't, I, 
Sometimes yeah. I feel like I'm being way too critical of things and I don't mean to be because again, everybody in this movie is fantastic. Ryan Hansen, I don't know if you uh, Michelle have did you see v- Veronica Mars? Are you familiar with that show? I am familiar. I have not seen it. I appreciate that you said I'm sorry I'm rambling and now you're talking about Ryan Hansen. <laughs> It's a thing I do. You do you want to tell us that our his no, entire biography? No, Michelle, do you want five I, more minutes? No, I appreciate. <laughs> I appreciate you calling me out on that. I'm going to stop talking. I, in fact, I'm going to set this microphone down. You go ahead and talk for a while. Now I'm so sorry. My, my other favorite part is when you say I'm setting this microphone down, and then you pick it up while I make speech. <laughs> And now you can't respond to that. That's great. Um, Okay. So, no, I didn't mind because I got to uh, make some more mental notes of things that I really liked about this. So, I picked up on the twins moment at the same part that you did. But I enjoyed that because then I could uh, watch the hints in their speech at that reveal. And everything that these twins said was very double entendre. And being able to analyze that because I knew it would be revealed that these were the two twins that had either seen their parents be killed or had mutilated their bodies or they had killed them them themselves Jesus I can't talk Um, then it it was really interesting getting to see those those little hints at it because they were so quick with a lot of their dialogue uh, like saying oh I could go for a little nibble rest in peace referring to the hamster that had just died named Nibbles there were just so many of those quick little moments or the I hate twins gross uh, you know those comments were very fun to pick up on. Um, I did really enjoy uh, the idea of a marriage boogeyman, <laughs> which is essentially these twins, their parents fought all the time. So they encouraged them to keep fighting until they killed each other. And now they break into homes of married couples and they determine whether that is a good couple and whether they like to bring flowers to each other randomly and whether they're kind to one another. If they do those little things, And if not, they get murdered by this pair of twins. And I love the idea of a boogeyman that determines that your relationship is not good enough. Now you have to die. Um, Yes. Go ahead. No, you have a comment. I saw. No, I, 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 uh, I was just going to say rutabagas and cantaloupes. <laughs> yep, rutabagas and cantaloupes, yeah. which uh, I love because rutabaga was one of my safe words ages ago. So I was like, oh, interesting. I wonder what that means. So they would just say rutabaga and cantaloupe to each other. Um, I have decided that I need to learn to punch because there is a small segment of this movie where they just punch each other back and forth. And I went, well, that's a good punch. I can't throw a good punch. And now I've been Googling. How do you punch uh, today so that I can (laughs) learn how to throw a proper punch? Uh, I do. The reason this did not get five skulls out of five for me was because they did a thing I hate where they said, I'm going to give till the count of 10. And then they start at 10 and they work their way backwards. That's not how a count of 10 works. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10. You don't go 10, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, because then you're starting with the 10. That is a uh, complete misrepresentation representation of what that term means because otherwise if you're giving it to a count of 10 then you're being a dick and you're starting at 10 and like that is your count of 10 did you count in increments of 10 i hate that so it got four and a five uh 4.5 instead of five skulls for me because how dare they and it was such a big deal and they're like oh well you counted wrong and i'm like he's been counting wrong this whole time and that was very very upsetting um but yeah i just <laughs> i love that i love that that of all things, 
is the thing that took this movie down from being a perfect five skull <laughs> for you. That's yeah, fabulous. and it's it's a very comedic film, and sure. it's very interesting, and it's not so much horrific, but then it starts getting really horrific in oh, my does. favorite kind of horror, not the murders, but the awkward social situations part. Mm-hmm. That's a nightmare for me, where I'm like, oh God, these people won't leave. You can't be impolite and tell them to leave, but you need them to leave, and now you're having a fight with these people you just let... Uh, just met and now they don't want to be your friend anymore and that's horrific that was the scariest part of the film when i was like oh god those people don't like you anymore oh i hate it um that's why movies like funny games and cheap thrills work so well for me is because i'm like oh god what would i do in that situation oh no oh i hate this and then the one guy tries to get the brother to leave and hits him in the head with a glass bottle and then they find out like no these really were the neighbors and then it's just a spiral this movie if you don't like horror movies you should still watch this movie because it is more horrific in like this social uh oh yeah like there's a etiquette. lot of social anxiety going on here oh it's, my this god is like if curb That's your enthusiasm was a horror movie yeah <laughs> exactly and like this idea of uh somebody trying to solicit you for sex or that you have sex with their wife and you're like are you joking are you not joking mm-hmm. just like these very sensitive topics with a new stranger and like the right. manipulation i really really like these type of films and i think it was made better because the twins or the new couple the people that we are not sure who invited them uh they are just such good characters and they have such good conversations and they're so good at the manipulation that this just really skyrocketed as a good movie for me at the very beginning it was one of those movies where they do a lot of dialogue and they tell rather than show a little too much of like look at this new house we have bought it has two sinks that is fancy you can tell that this is fancy (laughs) for us and that this is a new step up hey look there is a car outside it has been there 20 minutes i am spooked out by the car yes and then the people driving to the party and they're like wow our friends are kind of dicks yeah Uh, and then as they leave like it was a little too much of that but Mm -hmm. then it even got over that and got into a lot more subtle interactions and like knowing glances between people I just I really really enjoyed this film and even predicting exactly how it would end I didn't predict the boogeyman part and I really like the idea of uh, like these people come into your home to make sure that you're being a good enough partner to yeah. another person um, I, I didn't predict that part but I really enjoyed it and I think that boosted it up because although you say you've seen a lot of this before I haven't seen that particular aspect and I really enjoyed that well and so. and so that brings me to an interesting question here that uh, that mm-hmm. I want to bring up that I think we can get some some good dialogue out of uh, first mm-hmm. of all uh, yeah I, I I do find it interesting that in the long run uh, one of the ironic points of this movie is that the psychotic killers seem to have repaired and saved their relationship you know they're uh, their their encounter with these crazy people seems to have actually worked. Uh, yeah, which is, and uh, we we thought you were a romantic couple. No, gross. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, oh, I, I found yeah. that uh, pretty interesting. But so mm-hmm. something you mentioned here has has actually had me thinking about this while you were talking. You mm-hmm. talked specifically about part of what you enjoyed is being aware of what was really going on here. And just sort of watching all of the uh, like all of the double entendres mm-hmm. and the the playing. And now I'm fi- I'm finding myself wondering um, because part of why 
knowing what was going to happen reduced my uh, enjoyment of this film is my experience of it is I was watching it from a framework of I very much got the impression that this was supposed to be a mystery and a surprise, like we weren't supposed mm. to see it coming. And it seems like you didn't have that feeling at all. And I'm I'm just curious about like how that uh, may have uh, informed our, our, our experiences with the movie because mm-hmm. it like so much of that, it, it's interesting because I never thought of it like that. And now that I stopped to think about it, I think, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe this was never actually supposed to be a mystery at all. And maybe, like, like the way you viewed it is really more of what they're going for. And that's just a, an error on how uh, I took it. That's, uh, I don't know, that's, I, I may have to go back and watch this again. But that's, uh, that's a real interesting point, I thought. Yeah, because we both picked up at the exact same moment that it was uh, the twins. It might be boys, they might be girls. And I went, or they could be one boy and one girl. And it was so obvious to me. And I feel like I am very much like, you have to hit me over the head with stuff sometimes. And I was right. like, oh, okay, I got it. And then after that moment, I I didn't even feel... I feel like it's so apparent with the title, the description gives it away, the way that the camera work is done, that they make it very clear that these people are not meant to be there. Oh, sure. Yeah, that part. Yeah, but I'm saying like that mystery is there, but they immediately make it clear that like these people have a bad intent, which winds up being a good intent, (laughs) kind of. Um, And so to me, not knowing like who exactly they are, I felt like, oh, well, they're here for bad reasons. It doesn't matter like what those bad reasons exactly are. We'll get to that part. It's more like, okay, let's watch this game play out. And I don't care that I don't have the reveal waiting for me at the end. Yeah, and, and I mean, I can absolutely see why that yeah, because to me, it, you know? to me, so much of, of the movie, at least what I took from it, was uh, it, it very much felt like this, because I agree with you, like, I, I was obviously, like, this is a, a sort of weird, you know, cheap thrills, funny games, sort of home invasion type movie. Uh, these people mm-hmm. are obviously not supposed to be there. They're there for nefarious means. I even briefly theorized at one point that there may be a supernatural element going on here, and maybe these people are weird ghosts who caused that previous couple to kill themselves uh, and each other, <laughs> and they ghosts. were trying to do the same <laughs> thing here. You know, like mm-hmm. like they were the, the reason that previous couple killed themselves that way. Uh, and that's the impression I got from it, was that this movie was supposed to be you know, that sort of Agatha Christie type mystery where it it all centers around the reveal of like, oh, this is who they really are and this is why they're there and this is their motivation. And so because I saw where those things were leading, it took away, but I now the more I think about it and, and look at it from your perspective, uh, I do find myself wondering if maybe that was just a complete misread of what they were trying to do here at all. Yeah, I'm really curious. I'll see sometimes like these, I don't want to say smaller films, but I mean, these are 
some names are kind of known, but it's not like this is Chris Hemsworth and Angelina Jolie in this right, movie. Right. I'm curious if I like tweet at the director, Duncan Birmingham, and be like, hey, I have a question <laughs> if he'll answer it because I'm just so curious if that was like, no, it wasn't supposed to be a reveal. Most people right. are going to pick up on it. Or if it was supposed to be uh, something that then didn't go over that way, but was still able to be enjoyed because I felt like there was so much double entendre, like where he says, oh, you've got a killer sense of humor, really cutthroat is so right. Right. It's so clearly meaningful that to me, when he says those things, I was just flat out delighted because I'm like, ah, they don't know, but I know. And it was so funny. And the impression I got from that was, and because I was thinking of it as this mystery with a reveal to be intended, I was reading a lot of those moments as, uh, and maybe I just got too meta about it, but like <laughs> I felt like the film wanted to be able to say that they gave you plenty of hints along the way about what was going on, mm-hmm. uh, but then those hints that they put in were way too obvious and ham-fisted, where mm. maybe what's really happening here is those weren't supposed to be, you know, cover your ass obvious. in retrospect hints. They were supposed to be all of us being in on the ticking time bomb as well. Like, maybe this wasn't a mystery to be solved at all, and I just read it wrong, which is why... I uh, am even, so curious, even when I, uh, I Even when I said early on, like, like I, I, I definitely feel like I don't want to say this is a bad movie. It's a movie that didn't work for me, you know? That's why mm-hmm. I initially said that, because, every like, the way it's put together is great. The performances are awesome, uh, even as that kind of movie if it were meant to be a mystery with the reveal i don't think it's a a really bad version of that i think i've just seen so much of that that like it's gonna take a really clever movie to get one past me at this point not to toot my own horn but now i'm starting (laughs) to wonder if maybe i just outsmarted myself and they were never trying to get one past me to begin with um, well, we have a lot of uh, listeners. Well, not a lot of listeners, but uh, we, have we have some a listeners who number of listeners might, but they might have gotten to this point and not watched the movie yet. And now we've done the reveal, and I want them to get back to us if they now go watch the movie yeah. and tell us with the reveal what was their take on it. Because I am very curious. I feel like it was so obvious at the twins line of like, oh, I didn't even feel like I was very clever in catching on it. Because immediately after that, he shoots off so many lines that are clearly double meaning that it really hammered like you were supposed to pick up on that or you were at least supposed to immediately make a connection between this guy and that story. They went into the story in such a dramatic retelling of it, too. It wasn't an offhand comment. And I feel like doing a huge flashback scene where it's showing you scenes of this thing that this guy doesn't have a memory of is clearly saying this part is important to the movie. And you know that our mystery is solving who those two people are. So it's so obvious that it felt deliberate to me. Yeah, and... uh uh, interestingly, what uh, there's a comment you just made there uh, where you said uh, you didn't feel terribly clever about picking up on that. <laughs> and uh, that honestly makes me wonder if maybe a part of this 
is uh, a certain amount of my own ego going in and being <laughs> like, this movie is not going to outsmart me. And then like seeing that and just immediately latching on and just being like, oh, come on, guys, you can't just give it away like that. When just giving it away <laughs> like that was the whole fucking point, dummy. <laughs> you were supposed to be in on it. Now I feel like maybe, I, yeah, I, I, def, I, I think I need to go back and watch this movie again. <laughs> and I think we definitely need to tweet uh, at uh, Duncan, Duncan, Duncan Birmingham. Birmingham. We, yeah, we got to get to the bottom him. of this. Guys, if you're listening to this episode <laughs> and you've made it through the discussion, uh, contact us. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're even on TikTok. Shoot us a message. Leave us a comment. Let us know. Did you think this movie was a mystery to be solved or did you think the point was that the audience is supposed to be on board the whole time as well? What did you think about that structure of this? Let us know. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And we have a lot of, uh, at least a lot of my friends are not horror fans. I don't know how I'm friends with them. Apparently I lowered my standards to be friends with people who don't like horror movies. But uh, non-horror friends, you know who you are. I almost named you, but I won't out you like that, Kristen. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) uh, if you're listening, uh, this movie is not particularly scary. I, I I think people can really handle this. There is a slight a slight bit at the end uh there is a sad dog scene that some of you will have a hard time with Um, but none of this ever comes off as so serious that you are going to be scared yeah Um, for those of you for those of you who have seen movies like funny games or uh cheap thrills (laughs) uh it never rises to those levels of violence and depravity at all this is a very psychological film it's definitely more of, of what I would call a, a thriller uh, a sort of movie than a horror movie. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, if you're not a real big horror fan, but you like a nice tense drama, you might be able to handle this. I also really want to hear from people who haven't seen as many horror movies as us if they as found to- it obvious. And yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to uh, talk to some of my non-horror friends and be like, before you listen to the episode, please watch the movie. I am begging you. I will say nothing, but please watch it and then go listen because now you have a homework assignment. I'm just <laughs> getting right? my friends like, <laughs> I need an essay from you. Um, listeners, uh, Samuel out in California, we know you're active on our page. We need Sam, your thoughts, help us out, brother. <laughs> Let us know. Yeah, I, I really, this one, I'm, I'm really fascinated to know, um, what, what people's interpretation is, because to me, I was in on it. I felt like it was obvious, and I loved it, and I got a, a kick out of seeing the, the double meaning of all their phrases. That's and awesome. And I just, I found it very fun. So yeah, I, I, I really uh, want to hear what people think. Yeah, let us know, guys. Like I said, we're on uh, mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, uh, at we Watch Shutter on all of those things. Uh, let us know. Um, we've got also, obviously, more episodes coming up. We're getting into the Halloween season. I'm uh, so excited. <laughs> you know what, Michelle? I think, should we just, sh- should we spend the month of September promoting the month of October? I guess, because that's basically all September is meant for anyways, to get you psyched for October. There's nothing that happens in September except to, like, let the leaves change their color if you live in an area where they do that. And the weather gets colder. It prepares you for all of October. That's the only reason September was ever invented, was to be like, we need a month before uh, the Halloween month to really just get you. 
Exactly. October Eve is a much better than <laughs> September. I hate September. Um, <laughs> that's a whole thing we could get into. I like the idea of this just being the pre-October month. <laughs> right, right. So uh, yeah. uh, we've got, uh, we've, I know we've, we've casually like, like tiptoed around it occasionally a bit. We've told you we've got some big plans coming up uh, in October and, and for spooky season. Um, so one of the ways that Michelle and I got to know that we were both really ridiculous, like deep, deep horror fans is, uh, a few years back when the, uh, the whole 31 days of Halloween, watching a movie, a horror movie every day in October thing became kind of a, uh, of a, a, a trend and, and, and that sort of thing. Uh, we both, uh, realized we were both doing that and getting deep into horror movies and so we thought that this year, uh, this being our first year with We Watch Shudder, and there being a whole bunch of original and exclusive movies that Shudder released before we started this show, we thought that in the month of October, we would release a new episode every single day going back and catching up with some of those original and exclusive movies. How about that? And I have to say the episodes we have recorded and not released are my favorites. They're so real far. So good. If you, if you have liked the show and you're like, man, I wish they could step it up a notch, just you wait. Because <laughs> there have been some episodes. There's um, some bangers I'm just going to say Fried Berry is the hardest I have ever laughed while recording an yep. episode. Yep. <laughs> um, Neroi the Curse is also an absolute favorite. Oh, yeah. it's um, good stuff. I'm so excited for those yeah. episodes to come out we, uh, because, we, oh my god they're so good <laughs> we put this plan together all the way back in april and started pre-recording episodes because to be totally honest with you uh so a, a couple of friends of mine uh have podcasts my buddy marlon wells has a podcast called america's barley basket and jack spade uh, has a podcast called huntsville home video and last year they did a crossover podcast thing where the two of them got together and they did this same sort of idea, releasing a, a, a podcast every day for the month of October. And I thought that was a really cool idea. I reached out to them thought uh, just to see if they would be cool with us doing that. And they had no problems with it. And so here we are. Uh, we are still, of course, going to be keeping up with the new releases. every. Uh, so the days where there's a new, new release uh, uh, original or exclusive from Shudder. That will be our normal episode for the day. Uh, but then any day when we wouldn't normally have an episode, you're going to get a bonus episode, a total of 27 bonus episodes uh, coming up in October. Uh, we still have, what, five of them yet to record? Yes, we do. <laughs> so we uh, five, including I'm, I'm never going to say the name of what we have sp- uh, plan for Halloween, but we'll just say it's a very spooky movie for oh, Halloween. Oh, yeah, it sure We're is. really, We're really real excited ending on about a high that one. note. Yes, oh, sure we are. I'm so excited for yeah, that one. Yeah, it's going to be a good <laughs> we time. We haven't recorded it yet, nope. and I just, I can only predict how good it will be. <laughs> yeah, so if you guys are excited about that, uh, uh, one other thing, we are taking pre-orders right now for our first ever We Watch Shutter t-shirt. If you go to our social media, you can find links uh, to the pre-order. You don't even have to pay for it right away. Just let us know that you want to get one. Fill out the form, and then as long as we receive your payment by the end of pre-order on September 16th, 
you'll get one of those. If you live outside the Fargo-Moorhead area, they will be shipped directly to you. Uh, if you live here in the Fargo-Moorhead area, they will be personally delivered by Michelle or myself or maybe even both of us if you're lucky. They're $25, and if you want to show your support for us, we would love that so very much. Uh, yeah, and by showing your support for us, it's not even like we're making a profit off of them. No, not at it's, all. It's covering shipping. You don't even have to be like, wow, I hate these people. I don't want them to have my money. No, we're not making money off of you. We're just putting in an order with all of them, and then we're taking them, and we're going to wear them, and I'm very excited to wear my shirt all over the place. I'm it's pretty be great. pumped. Yeah, guys, yeah. so definitely uh, put that order in. We'd very much appreciate that. Uh, Michelle, what are we talking about? <laughs> wait, I can't. Oh, wait. Okay. <laughs> For a minute, I was like, what are we talking about next week? And I was like, wait, next week's October. It's not October yet, JD. Breathe. Oh, my deep gosh. breath. Deep okay, breath. Deep breath. <laughs> Michelle, what are uh, we talking about next week? Next week is Saloom. And I oh. like to go go into movies not knowing anything about them, but I also do the graphics and the scheduling of all the like stuff that we're going to put out. Mm -hmm. um, so I had to look a little bit just to be like, what do I even say about this movie? And the little bit I know about it, I'm really excited for. Ooh. I didn't. It was a big genre mash, according okay. to what I found. And I don't want to say too much because it's also been a couple weeks, so I've been trying to forget uh, uh, since I read about it, but it sounds really good. And so I'm going into it with high hopes that we'll probably be dashed apart into a million pieces. <laughs> wow. But, uh, I <laughs> I just, I I think that the world, uh, not even this movie, but just the world exists to let me down and uh, make me a depressed human being. So this will be another one for the world to be like, ha ha, gotcha, bitch. Wow. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you, maybe you, I, I, I think you, you may in fact need to find some allergy medication as soon as possible <laughs> that, that, yeah that, that, that will make me feel so much better just, yeah the uh, allergy Benadryl will definitely sleeping. improve your crippling nihilism <laughs> <laughs> crippling nihilism is my favorite thing i have a folder full of bookmarks just called nihilism and it's like videos of people dying crippling so, um. nihilism is my favorite heavy metal band <laughs> <laughs> oh, i love them never even heard of them I, they're gonna it, take the world sure by storm literally <laughs> Oh, guys, thank you oh, so much God. for tuning in for another episode. We will talk to you again next week. Say goodnight, Michelle. Goodnight, Michelle.